Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got... Kyle McIntyre. Oh, classic podcast. Yeah. Classic code. Kyle and Brian. Yeah, double the damage. Wait, no. <laughs> Less than half the Actually, damage? Had, yeah, half the damage. We had four people in here last time. Yeah, but no, that, that was that was fun. So hopefully, hopefully you guys like the base episode. That's a reference to a base episode we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it is <laughs> anyway kyle what's new in your world what's shaking what's grooving what is good um i don't know why i bought these but i, I bought some patch cables yeah <laughs> they're uh the ebs flats so i mean i know i got them because i i want more i mean i want to string more pedals together you wanted you wanted them yeah, yeah. and I've, I've been looking at them for a while i know we've talked about them mm-hmm. um but yeah, I'm like, someone's selling them on Reverb for like, a, I don't know, a good deal. Just like a good bundle. Yeah. And I thought they were used by like the price. It was just a couple bucks different than what they normally were. And uh, they, they're, yeah, you said they're the EBS flat ones, right? The yeah. flat patch cables. They are very flat. They are. So. Smaller than other yeah, cables. Yeah. Um, the sinusoid slivers. Yeah. Which they're like, you know, it's like the smallest of soldered cable or whatever you can get or whatever they say which the slivers are very small uh these are uh half as small i put both of them back to back and they are about the same size as a sliver that's crazy so uh yeah they're very small and they're flat yeah they're they're really flexible and Mm -hmm. very yeah cool i want to try uh yeah. Like, well, I got 12 of them. I'm going to probably try one. All right. I would like to get some maybe for my mini board. Yeah, just probably. I, and I got I got foot long ones. I mean, don't really have to get. They're kind of, they're not, it doesn't really feel like they're a foot long though. They are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We didn't measure them, but yeah. So yeah. they're in centimeters, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, I don't know. I, I, I wanted to just get some because I have pedals that I'm like, want to string some together. I'm like, fuck. Can't find a fuck. It was my fucking patch cable. Yeah. My fucking patch cable. It was my fucking dagger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's you said like that's why you bought them is because you couldn't find your other MXR ones or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, I think I have them. I think we're using them all. I I think they're (laughs) like, yeah, I think they're in uh, the pedal train, pedal train junior case. Yeah. No, I think they're all in there. And then also on the baseboard. Yeah. And I, I found two. So I think I have like six or seven of them or whatever, some random number. Yeah. But I was like trying to count, I'm like, where'd they go? I just, I, I've seen them all recently, but like, where were they? Yeah. It's not a bad buy. Yeah. These, and they're really, damn, I like these a lot. These are cool. <laughs> I just to like, because I compared them to the slivers because we have one right, one right here. Yeah. It, they are, yep, put both of them back to back. They're the size of a sliver as far as how far they go out. And yeah. So if you're looking for small, Cables, I would. The EBS ones are cool. I want to try the Ernie Ball ones. Th- those are the EBs. Those are yeah, the EBs <laughs> instead of the EBS ones. <laughs> yeah, because you just want your cable just to like pass signal. Yeah, and just be there cable? and you, like get the fuck out of the way so we can push more pedals or whatever. Yeah, especially I, for me, the minis. I want. Yeah, and my thing is, I I bought like a bunch of those sinusoid ones and I was like, oh, these are sick and I got them all orange. I was like, oh, yeah. you get them in colors and then like looking at the actual pedal board with colored cables, I'm like, it looks kind of messy that way. Yeah. It looks like, it's very like, instead of looking at the pedal, you're looking at the cables. Yeah. It's like, 
I'm not the most, I'm not the most, uh, ma- I don't manage my cables very well, mm-hmm. but it's like the black cable, you can hide it a lot better. Yeah. Then, then the color. If it squiggles cable. across like the Velcro, same color as the Velcro, if it's black. Yeah. If it's orange, you're like, wow, that, I mean, who designed this? Yeah. <laughs> you did a bad job managing Did Ray the Charles cable. put this together? <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I did, t- I did, t- uh, take one of your, uh, orange slivers just so I can have a better eye on my pedal board of where like the yeah. impor- most important cable to go into my syst- like fractal system is. Yeah. I, I used you one of your orange ones just so I can like eye spy with my little eye. That's yeah. the one. Pull that out. Pull ripcord now. Yeah, it works like that. <laughs> but when you got a red one. don't want to yeah. <laughs> you'll see them, black would be better. Yeah, and I, I think I'd posted like a, a picture of uh, I had my like MXR, all my MXR pedals and then Someone commented, Jesus Christ, you like orange or, you know? Yeah. It's like, that's all people commented on. You're like, I'm self-conscious about my decision. Fuck, I'm going to wait two years and then buy (laughs) different cables. But yeah, I mean, just coming out with more cables, there's more options than just the the standard right and then pancake. So slivers are cool. The EBS flat ones are cool. So I like them. Yeah. And, you know, they're not boutique, right? But they're... You know, smaller manufacturer. I would so assume so. Feels like I'm helping out the little guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you bought them from a store. And yeah, that's actually, like in California, but they're from Sweden, I believe. Yeah, the company. So EBS. They're, yeah. yeah. So they're you know, you know, special, extra special. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, I know we, I talked about going on a diet, but I lost like uh, twelve pounds. Hell so yeah! I'm stoked on that. So. Yeah, it's only you, uh, it's been like two weeks. Yeah, text, text me the other day that it was 10. So you got a, you, another two LBs on there. Yeah. So I've been doing like as low carb as I can. And then I, I've been giving myself like a, a cheat day, but not where I like, you know, like hit a, the fucking a, buffet and just go to town. A cheat meal, maybe instead of yeah, a cheat day. N- not even a meal, just like a thing. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> my, we had, so, Obviously, we we have our Del Mar Fair, or San Diego County Fair that happens every year, except for this year. Yeah. But they have all the food vendors there still in mm-hmm. the parking lot, so you can actually just drive through and get, you know. Oh, okay. Some. Yeah. So I, I was working down there. I brought my wife, and we looked it up on it. So we went in. You drive in. It's free. You go in. Not the food. The food's not free. But, no. But um, still got, like, some chicken, you know, no anything with it, and then, like, a turkey leg. Yeah. And I was like. Those are so like oh yeah I I dig the shit out of those. Those are pretty good. <laughs> and then um so salty, but they're good. Yeah. Um and then someone had like deep fried Oreos. I'm like, well, I mean, I could I could probably swing that. Yeah, yeah. so I, I got them. Um felt sick after eating them. Uh-huh. Like, I think just cuz not having any sugar and then having it, it's like it felt like I ate like uh I don't know, all of my Halloween candy in one night. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> oh my God. No, it wasn't that bad. This is just, I could just, choice. <laughs> I could just feel like something. I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. that was my last like, I'm going to town. Mom mm-hmm. and dad aren't home. I'm going to yeah. eat all the sweets. <laughs> I'm going to eat all the deep fried Oreos <laughs> yeah. in the house. Yeah. Who does that anyways? But <laughs> deep fried Oreos. Was it good? It wasn't worth it. No? I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like... Damn, I've been waiting my whole life for this one moment. Yeah, it's the fair food has like the deep fried shit, which is all like, yeah. I've always gone for the turkey leg just because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just eat this. Like yeah. it's somewhat low carb, probably like well, twelve times the amount of sodium you need yeah. ever. Mine wasn't that salty, but I'm sure I've got it's yeah, still there. Maybe, yeah, even though it doesn't taste like it, 
you know, it's like microwave food. The mm-hmm. sodium's always like 900% of what you need for the week. <laughs> like microwave pizzas and <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Like, why'd you guys put so much sodium in here? Because we can. Yeah. Well, it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a filler. <laughs> um, butter and sodium and, and salt. That's what's going to make something taste yeah. good. But I was going to say, uh, there's deep fried butter. I've seen, like, yeah. I know that's a thing. What the fuck? Isn't there butter already in the batter? Yeah. I'm guessing. So, but I, I've heard that it's good. Sure, it's good. It does not sound appetizing at all. Yeah. There's like... You you have butter with things. They so deep fried like everything, like chocolate bars, deep fried... Yeah, like, Snickers and all that shit. Yeah. But Isn't yeah. there like deep fried... Pickles and... I thought it was like deep fried like Mountain Dew or something like that. Where they like poured Mountain Dew on dough and then deep fry it. Mountain Dew. I mean, it's like Kool Aid or something. Kool Aid. That's what it was. That like Mountain Dew. It's like the powder. Just, Mountain Dew seems like it could be a thing too. Yeah. But yeah, Kool Aid. That's what it was. The powder in with like a dough or something, and then they deep Probably fry. Really it. good. I'm sure it would be, but like, what the fuck? Give me that grape. Why? No, you know what? Let's do some deep fried Dimetap. Yeah. Can we just? <laughs> <laughs> I know I was talking about Dimetap. Yeah. I must have been like dependent on that as yeah, a child. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I with, own it. Withdrawals of di- yeah. don't, can't keep diamond tap in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the liquor cabinet. And carry, Jesus. lock it up. <laughs> lock it up. Yeah. So I guess. Um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah. So I lost some weight. So yeah, you know, doing good. Uh, stick you. with it. Keep it going. We're I'm I'm on the same low carb diet here, and I haven't weighed myself. I just know if I I'm wearing pants from you know. The sophomore year. <laughs> that means I was a fat sophomore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not very good uh, proof right fat there. Fat 32-year-old man. Oh. Fat 15-year-old. Yeah. Just, it's more of a, just a testament to Dickie's shorts. <laughs> yeah. They last that long. But, yeah. yeah. It's going to um, be a hot boy summer 2021. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my my next thing is to actually start working out, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard to get motivated to work out when it's... One, you're fat, but two, it's hot. Hot as fuck. And you're like, well, I don't really want to die out there. We used you know? to be able to go to the, I mean, used to, like I'm saying, back in the day, we had air conditioning. You can go to the gym and it's air conditioned. It's cool <laughs> yeah. as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. And then you can go like, it was like, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, cold. We should break in. It's, it's a good idea, Brian. Yeah, just work out. <laughs> We're pumping. Don't steal anything. It's like a speakeasy. I think that's a thing. It's like speakeasy gyms. Yeah. People are doing that. It's like, don't ask. Don't say anything. Don't post pictures. I know your dumbass wants to post a selfie in front of the mirror with your gains. Don't. Um, no, I, if I did break into a gym, I'd probably steal an Olympic bar. No, you don't steal it. You just use it there and you leave. Well, I mean- Show I, some respect. Show some fucking respect. Someone else <laughs> needs that. Yeah. Um, no, I'd probably steal a 45-pound weight. Yeah. Because for some reason I have an odd number of them. Three forty-five pound weights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then an Olympic bar. Mm-hmm. Probably a bench. You can probably buy that stuff too. Yeah, but I'm sure it's so expensive right now. Yeah, but you might as well. We've talked about it. Health is wealth, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to. I want to put a bench in here. But mm-hmm. that's put a bench outside, time. I guess. Yeah. Be better. But it's still gonna be hot. Uh. Yeah. So uh, you and I both got the same thing, right? You got. You got something in the mail, and I got the same thing in the mail. Okay, yeah. We both got uh, the Mike Mechanic 2 from T. 
TC Helicon. Yeah, so we had. I think we talked about getting one. I think uh, we talked about our pra- troubles with uh, practice yeah. that we're using my Claret. Oh, I didn't mean on the show. I meant we, you and I talked about yeah, getting okay, this. Yeah, I think the last show we talked about like how um, the problem was is the eight pre the Claret from uh, Focusrite is pretty much just getting our levels and we can mix them. Yeah. So whatever we put into it, it's just going to amplify it louder or pull yeah. it down or whatever and pan it. It's not going to add any effects like you would for a mixer, for a PA. So uh, our vocals were going in dry. Yeah, and you can totally hear. It was like ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It's fine. It's we're, good for... We're totally fine with it. And then, but I'm like, oh, which we eventually want to do is put the signal from the Claret out to try and do a live stream. So we're thinking, keeping that in mind. For practice, totally fine. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what are things that we could do? Just like, enhance it a little bit. I'm like, you could run this through Pro Tools and try and run that. I'm like, I don't want to run yeah. more shit and te- you know, like on this to have that eventually, like possibly and eventually go down or whatever. And then this is also a, maybe a detriment to that because we were adding hardware. Yeah. So the, but I think you know this pedal is can do reverb. Just let that do. Let yeah. that handle the reverb effects side we're, of things. We're not instead not of a guitar pedal. That you're running it in to like a quarter inch and then quarter inch out and no uh, no <laughs> it's meant for vocals so yeah. uh, I got one I got the same exact thing you got that and um, I've been yeah I was like messing around with it it's good yeah. it's fine the um, pitch correction on it is bullshit so I just turned that shit right off and then the echo on it is kind of bullshit so I just turned that shit right off but yeah for, so the pitch correction is it, it I don't is it actually pitch correction or just correction. Because I, I, it sounds like a doubler to the voice. So it's actually, I was listening closely. It just sounds like it's doubling. I couldn't I hear heard, it actually. I, I, would, I was doing like a pitch thing and it would, to me, I, I, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was like trying to find the closest pitch that I was and just maybe. get me there. Yeah. And you can have it. That could have been what was going on actually. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't research it, but. I thought that, I thought that's what it was, but I was just fucking around with it on my little mixer. And I just was like, I don't like any of this. So I turned that off. And even like the echo, I'm like, oh, I could get this. And you can kind of like change. slap back. And I'm like, yeah, turn that the fuck off. Yeah. But the um, the hall reverb, just like kind of barely on. Yeah. Or almost like, you know, just in there. Because you, uh, the way that this goes is like you have a room reverb, a club reverb, and a hall reverb. And you can, um, the more you turn it within each, like, it's like it divided into thirds. Yeah. The more you turn it up, that's the higher the mix is. And that's da da da. You kind of get it to just, kind of barely there and that's all we needed just a kiss of reverb for the vocals so I think this would be cool and there's like a the tone knob if you hold that and turn the correction knob uh-huh. it's supposed to fight feedback or something yeah it's supposed and, to and I I mean I, I was because I, I was actually feedbacking with the I think it's more of a delay thing but it's not uh, feedback it's the like it's like a delay Repeat. feedback. Yeah, so it's like I think of like how many times it repeats. Regeneration and or yeah, how many times it goes. It's like self oscillating. Like yeah, you can. I don't think it can. Maybe it can, but I like it will be like, but da 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 da, or you can get but da da da. Yeah. It just how many time how many repeats basically yeah. not like feedback of like oh it cancels the feedback, and um yeah so I, it's cool it does more than what we're gonna use it for yeah I just like. Let's get some reverb on there or Let's whatever. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. If we don't like it, we can get rid of them. But yeah, you got it for a decent price, and they're fine. So I think that'll help like some of our reverb uh, less <laughs> vocals. Yeah. So we're gonna try it next practice. 
But yeah, we're, you know, kind of making this thing happen. And yeah, they're fine. I was fucking around with it. So I think that, you know, trial will be at band practice to see how it works. Ideally, we just want it barely there. And if it sounds fine and works, that's it. <laughs> that's all we need it for. Yeah. I guess that's my what's new. I mean, probably still a little bit of yours, but. No, that, that's fine. So um, I guess the TC Helicon mic mechanic pedal. So it's in, I guess we didn't talk about it. It's in a form factor of a pedal. Did we say that? I don't think so. Like, like It's like a guitar pedal. It has a nine volt input. It's like an ugly guitar pedal. Yes. It not is very horrible looking. Not good looking. And it just has an on-off switch, soft switch, and... It looks like a bowling shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Tune into our Patreon where we talk about bowling, bowling shirts. shirts. <laughs> um, yeah. It's fine. But if it does the job, then that's all I really need it for. Yeah. So I got another pedal that is probably even more boring than the fucking <laughs> TC one. So I was telling Kyle about this. So... Uh, it's something I was I've been researching for a little while. So I think on an older episode I talked about how um Yeah, like a year ago at least. I, maybe more. yeah. About how um I just you know the importance of knowing your gear. So take the Phil McKnight approach, know your gear. I did not know about my um tailor that I've had since oh six. <laughs> <laughs> I've had troubles playing it out live yeah. at times, even going into a direct box or whatever. I would have a, such a weak signal because it would go quarter inch out to the DI box that the front of house would get. Be like, oh, turn your guitar up. Like, it is up. Oh, well, he's going to have to gain the shit out of it or whatever he can do. But, yeah. you know, um, and I was always thinking, I'm like, man, these guys fucking suck. Or whatever the fucking problem. Like, this is a really nice. And then they're thinking the same thing. It's a nice tailor. What the fuck? And it has a new battery in it. I'm like, I just put one in. And so they don't believe me that I put one in because it's a weak signal coming out. Yeah. So it turns out you it needs, which was included with a guitar. I just never actually read about it. <laughs> it sends like um, through an e, the ES system or whatever and has like, I don't know, just a more fuller output, I guess. It needs a TRS quarter inch out. Of the guitar, yeah, to go into an XLR into the you know mixer or whatever, um, and then that's how you get the full signal, full loudness, full control of the bass and treble. And I'm like, fuck, idiot. And I still kept that cable because I'm like, well, what am I going to throw it away or get rid of it? Anyway, so was using that. And I'm like, well, well, if I ever wanted to play this guitar live again, I would have to have this go. I don't know, an extender to the mixer or whatever. Yeah. Or even I'm like, well, what if I wanted to mute it? Well, there's nothing I can do because you can't go. I was like really researching tuners that are TRS. There aren't any. No tuners are TRS input. Weird. None of them. And then there's no tuners that have XLR input. None of them. And I was, I was even looking at bigger, like, oh, maybe, I think you can, maybe if I got like a vocal like a large TC Helicon vocal input because that, that has XLR input. And I'm like, I don't want to do that just to have a butte. Until I was just kind of figuring out, like, man, this is such bullshit. And I just typed Taylor pedals and I saw that they have a little box, like a mute box kind of thing with a XLR input uh, with the XLR output and it has a tuner out and the switch is just a mute. 
They made this <laughs> so that you can use a tuner. They made a Band-Aid. Yes, because I think they knew, because they uh, changed it since. Yeah. Where you didn't need to have an XLR TRS. And I'm like, what a stupid design. And they knew it was dumb. But this is, a, like you said, a Band-Aid. And I, well, I got it for cheap. It was like, came with uh, the t- you know Taylor TRS to XLR cable, 20 foot, and this. Okay. For like 40 bucks. Shipped. Oh, what? Dang. So it wasn't like $40. People are like, well, for a stomp on. I'm like, yeah. I just thought you of it. make a pedal board now for that thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, not going to do that. <laughs> I could if I ever played an acoustic gig, which acoustic gigs probably are going to come up before regular yeah. ones. I think BJ Jasbera is playing a Sunday acoustic gig. He's like finally starting to get one going where he plays outside. That's something I'm not going to be doing, but maybe the next thing when they start doing original bands is going to be like a, who knows? So I just, it was th- something that I was like looking at and I'm like, oh, this will fix this problem. If I ever play acoustic live again, yeah, I could use this and then I'll actually get the acoustic <laughs> signal sounding good and I can have a tuner out, which I'm used to doing Damn. that instead of the headstock tuner. It was just like something that I'm like, I saw it. I'm like, there was only one on reverb. I'm like, should just get it. So I offered it. He, the guy originally had it for like 70. Really? And then I offered him 20. No way. Because <laughs> I was a bastard. I was a couple claws deep. So oh. I said, the shooter's shooting. He's like, oh, dude, I can't do that low. Can you do 40? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Damn. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, for like 70. And he sold it God. for 40 shipped. Damn. I wish I had for, your fucking balls. Damn. It was like Not such really. an asshole. Such an asshole thing to do. But I got it and I'm like, yeah, this will be cool. Uh, actually, not really. It'll just just basically get my guitar to do what I thought it was doing for the past uh, 15, 14 years. <laughs> That's <laughs> this little crazy. Um, what would you add on that board if you if you had one? I couldn't really add anything. A tuner. Because I couldn't put, unless I had s- s- effects that had XLR inputs or TRS inputs. Oh, because it's an output on the... Yeah, because it's just, I go in... With the TRS <laughs> and the and uh, XLR and then out with that. There's like there's nothing really I can do with that. So it's just basically basically my acoustic running dry into the mixer. He can add a little bit of effects. Oh, uh, that's right. It has to run XLR all the way. All the way TRS. to the board just to get the full signal. Damn. It's kind of dumb. But what more do you need for acoustic? Damn. You know? Yeah. And thing is, like, I record with it mic'd anyways because it sounds great but if i wanted to play live just to get the full signal to the board it's like god damn it taylor he's local i should go up to him like look here you fucking awesome <laughs> with a british accent a Yo, shitty british accent yeah fucking awesome You're fucking up yeah uh other than that i took your cabernita so that yeah. one that was the walnut and gold black build yeah I took that to the repair zone, a local uh, guitar repair shop here. They do good work. I've taken my bases. You've taken yeah, I'm guitars. Yeah, taking my there. shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to kind of like, okay, you got the guitar together, and I was like, I'm gonna try and do a setup. I couldn't get it going. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we need to take this actually to get set up. So the the telly that you have, the blue one or whatever, I was able to do a setup on that. That that was kind of already together, and then. Um, yeah, so 
I was like, okay, I can't get this because there was a lot of buzzing basically past like the 12th fret yeah. up. I'm like, it's just buzz city. I couldn't get it. I even have raising the bridge, whatever. I'm trying to fix the neck. And so anyway, so I'm like, okay, this we need to take it to- Just a professional, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they, you know, the guy there was pretty stoked on it. He was like, this looks cool. It's like really cool parts. It's like these pickups. I told him about, you know, Brandon Wound pickups. Those were, uh, you know, not TV Jones, but his take on them. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, the bridge was, um, the hell? Uh, Schroeder? Schroeder, yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm like, he's like, what's this bridge? This is so cool. The second time I've seen one of these. What is it? And I'm like, I need to look it up on Instagram. So I told him Schroeder. He's like, wow, these are cool, man. And so he's, he's like, cool, what's Instagram? Yeah. And then he's looking <laughs> at the harness, the, you know, shielding that you did. And he's like, okay, this, you know, he's like, it's really cool. It's like a lot of work has gone into this. But it needs some more. Yeah. And so he's kind of giving me the rundown of what it, I'm like, okay, it's my buddy's build. He's like, okay, lo- I love the look of it. And the guy's like, man, the look of it's so cool. It's really good sounding, but it's like, there's a lot. There's not a lot, but a few things that need to change. So he's kind of like trying to tell me like, okay, there's, these are what need to happen. You know, this is what needs to happen. I don't want yeah. to like scare you about the price. Tell me like, like, okay, the neck needs to sit down just a little bit more. Yeah. Like not even just like a shim, it's like a reverse shim. Huh. <laughs> you don't think about that. It's like it needs to come <laughs> down more. So he's like, um, the bridge is he's like as high as it's gonna go, and yeah. it still needs like to raise up above the neck more. So it's like this needs to come down more. And it's like the pickups need to kind of like have some room to go because you're basically screwed. The pickups right into the body. Yeah, it needs to have you know room to come up. So he's like, oh, I'll put foam under there. You cut the, you know, body, shave the body down a little bit to bring the neck, you know, the, shave the neck pocket down. And then like the, and I didn't realize it until he pointed it out. I'm like, oh, you never noticed? Like, it's like, yeah, see this, a high, the first E string, the high, the thinnest one. He's like, yeah. it's kind of jumping off the fretboard. It's like. Yeah, that's weird. Barely there. He's like, that needs to like, the neck needs to kind of like tilt down a little bit. So we're going to need to kind of like. That's so Get weird. a little bit of body, yeah. body routed out. We tilt that down. It's like, and then we can do a setup. He's like, and then one of the frets are kind of poking out. He's like, saying like it's kind of common with newer necks from Warmoth nowadays. Like when you get them and you start putting them strings, like frets will kind of sprout a little bit. Interesting. He's just like, tap that down. And- yeah. He was like, and then we'll do like a dressing on all of them and just make sure they're level. You tell them they're stainless, right? Yeah. Okay. He's like, okay, that's gonna be more of a bitch, but yeah, we can do that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, all these things are, I've seen them before, I've done it many times. It's like, but it's gonna be a little bit more expensive, and I'm like, okay, well, what are we looking at? He's like, over two, under three hundred. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. And so, because he's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, this has been a wall hanger for months. Yeah, so, because it was like, oh, how many dead notes? Everything above 12 is dead. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, okay, no, dude. He's like, this thing's going to be great. You're going to want to play it. I'm like, oh, you know, the owner of this, I'm like, oh, what music does he play? I'm like, he's a bass player. He's like, <laughs> he's like this is a cool guitar for a bass player. I'm like, yeah. I mean, he'll probably, I mean, he'll use it. Yeah. It's like, oh, are you going to play it? I'm like, yeah, probably. Maybe now. Doesn't have an Evertune <laughs> in it. But yeah. <laughs> so some work on that. Took that in. So... It's a cool shop, and probably he said like at the most three weeks. He's like, we're slammed. I'm like, oh, I thought you were gonna say three months. So he's yeah, like, he's like, he, he's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna keep your guitar that long. <laughs> I'm like, huh. yeah, it's been unplayed for that long. So yeah, it looks sick. Uh, so you got a hole in the wall there, a hanger. I'm missing a guitar. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Thank God you got four or five others. So yeah, that's kind of the the guitar, you know, what's new for the week. Nice. I guess when we get the guitar back, we'll kind of an update on it. Because uh, they were playing it there, and I'm like, man, that thing sounds great. But it's just not easy yeah. to play. It's not a player's guitar yet. No, it's like, he's like, okay, we got like, this part of the neck is okay. And then once you get there, that string's popping off the fretboard. Yeah, that's we weird. We need to fix that. He's like, it's just, it's like you look at it and you're Seen like, some oh. tuning. Because it literally, I mean, the body I bought from someone on Reverb, yeah. you know, the neck I bought, it was uh, the showcase neck from yeah. Warmoth, who knows how long it was sitting. And then when you actually put tension on it, like mm-hmm. you said, shit, you know, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then uh, he's like, yeah, well, and then the nut, it's like it probably needs to be cut for the actual strings that you're using. Yeah. And like, yeah, might put a string tree on there, but yeah, I says, have some, but he says, like, I'll put a gold one. I'm not going to put it on gold one. I'm like, good. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're cool. Trust their work over there. And then, yeah, so maybe in a few weeks we'll have an update on that guitar. Yeah. I'll probably hold on to it for, you know, a while playing it. But yeah, I'm stoked on it. When they were playing it, I'm like, man, that sounds great. And then you look at it, it's cool. But it just now needs to play well, you know. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's like brass and gold mm-hmm. hardware. It's like usually when you see it, you're like, for me, I'm like, oh, God, someone's got fucking gold hardware. Oh, what a douchebag! But I fucking committed to the bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's cool. And even the strap that you have for it, the couch one, the black with the gold sparkle. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a cool guitar. It almost like you had, would have to force that in, like playing live. And we've talked about it many times. Cool guitars. Yeah. Cool guitars you have, my dear. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking at, like, that Seafoam Strat. There's nothing wrong with that one. And then that, uh, the blue telly or whatever, somebody posted, like, that's very Weezer looking. I'm like, well, they don't have a fucking patent on the fucking red tortoise. And the color. Yeah. And the color. I like it. That's cool. Oh, I like it. I was even playing, um, yeah, I was playing that telly today. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. And I suck at playing guitar, so that's really saying something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I did a setup on the Hello Kitty one. Yeah. And yeah, that's a, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, I just have a terrible it's, threshold of what great guitars are. I'm like, that sounds cool. It does sound good. And yeah. And it's the stock, I am I think it's the stock pickup. I would assume so. But it, it looks like Maybe, other pictures I've seen, they're white. Because that's a cream one. It's a Demarzio. Maybe it's a Demarzio. Yes. The double cream. Okay. It is a double cream pickup. That's fine. And they have a patent on that. Will they, you know, will sue people (laughs) or they'll put a season to assist out. Will you sue me? Uh, Assuming you're suing me? Um, Yeah, they have a patent on that. So maybe that is a uh, Demarzio. It might be Demarzio. I asked the guy, he said it was stock. Yeah. So maybe we need to flip it over. Yeah, we need to pull pull that bitch out. Yeah, no, that, that set up that guitar, that was easy. And yeah, because uh, I was playing it, I'm like, man, this thing sounds great. I might just have a, do I, <laughs> do I have a low threshold of taste? Yeah. And I'm just like, you're staring, I'm like, <gasps> maybe I'm not a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you got some cool, cool guitars it's there. It's the odd man out, definitely. It's like, everything's a solid color, you're wood grain and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, the well, fuck? It's a solid I mean, guitar just, it's just with the pick, that with pick that guard. Hello Kitty pick guard. <laughs> and the backside that mm. also says Hello Kitty. Yeah. All right, you let's get some to, topics. Yeah, let's you know, let me say it once in a while. Yeah, let's do that. Jesus. Let's do something. 
Okay, this is, I don't know, just hard setup for this. I was just thinking of, like, different points in your life. Do you have, like, thinking of, like, the soundtrack of my life, you know? I would want to listen to it on repeat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Different points in your life, I'm assuming... Be careful how you play that game. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I assume that your tastes have changed over the years. Maybe, yeah. like, think of, like, eras of your life. Maybe you have a, maybe genre... Or even more specifically for this, like an album or band that kind of like can describe what you were listening to. Like this was me at this time. Yeah. So I was thinking of like, okay, do you have a band, album, or whatever uh, for middle school, for high school, maybe like 18 to 24, 25 to 30, and then now at 32 years old? What are, you know, what, you know, uh, maybe multiple bands, multiple albums, whatever, that were like... That was me back then. Maybe things that you listen to all the time or something that really stood out. So, uh, you want to go first? You want me to go? Yeah, I can go first. Oh, if, do you want to go like by era? Oh, I that, go. that's good. That is good. We, we never do that. Yeah. <laughs> we always just be like, here's a block of Kyle. It's a block of Brian. We need to go back and forth. Can I talk now? Jesus. <laughs> all right. So, for middle school, um, <laughs> I, so I would listen to the radio, like, you know, listen through, uh, like local rock stations and and they'd play like the butt rock or like the the metal you know so like rock 1053 say like, oh yeah. well that's rock so. for san diego it's yeah rock it's in the fucking name rock 1053 so, of course i like rock okay mm-hmm. i'm the i like rock a lot i'm a rocker i'm not a hip hopper you know okay? i want to rock i just want to rock i want to rock <laughs> um <laughs> rock so i would stay up late and listen to like Metallica and they'd play like oh there's curse words in this so yeah I'm fucking I'm living on the edge <laughs> um, my parents don't know I'm listening to them say fuck yeah oh my god they said shit so <laughs> you're wearing your cargo shorts and you're like you know <laughs> van skate sat van skate shoes that aren't tied and you're like I'm sitting on my bunk bed at three in the morning listening oh, to music yeah. <laughs> my parents just fucking don't even know um, so I remember listening to Linkin Park a lot. Yeah. So the album I would say would be Hybrid Theory would mm-hmm. be like, that's the fucking jam. Crawling. Yeah. You know what? In, the dark. <laughs> in my skin. Oh, that crawling <laughs> in the dark. That's Hoobastank. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's another band that would play on there. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, I would. You know what? There's some. There's some bangers on that record. I know you, we make fun of Lincoln, Lincoln Park because do we? We we have mm. we have played. We don't. It's not like a point. Like it's not like right, oh, I'm putting in my show notes here. Make fun of uh, say them all the time. They yeah. There was the one. Uh, was it? Yeah, in the know. end is on that. Mm. What, are you thinking of individual songs or what? I was thinking like there's the one that they did that was. Uh, it's a minutes to midnight. Yeah, that one came out like in 07. That was had a lot of bangers. Yeah, they're, for sure. they're definitely. Yeah. They, they kind of like went I revisited more. that recently. This I need good. to check that out. I feel like I would some like some there's, songs there's, on there. There's some other ones that you're like, oh, that's a cheesy line. Uh, next song. Like lyrics. Lyric yeah. wise, you're like, I get it. But now we can actually hear what you're singing. Maybe you should uh, spend a little more time on those words. <laughs> Take us back to the workshop. Now you're not screaming so much. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> You're hoping the gang vocals kind of consume you a little bit. <laughs> You're probably getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Why don't you take a little? Why don't you <laughs> take a, a little, moment? Put a little heart in that. Do champ. a lap. 
Yeah. <laughs> Take a knee. Um, yeah. So hybrid theory would be my, my middle school okay. yeah. album. Well, you, uh, I think I was really getting into pop punk and defining what like I liked was I like, you know, you were kind of more like rock. I think by middle school, I would say I've really figured out that I like pop punk. Yeah. So it was bands like MXPX, you know, Blink. Uh, Newfound Glory, Blink, Green Day, stuff like that. And those were like, you know, the big ones. And uh, one that was on repeat all the time, that like band that really defined of like how I wanted my band to kind of be and, you know, the style of humor that we liked at the time and music that I'm like, this is attainable as far as I was playing bass at the time was Blink. It was yeah. the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is <laughs> funny. They say curse words all the time. They say, you know, fart shit jokes all the time. That's they, me. <laughs> they say, yeah, and that was what was funny because I'm like, oh, <laughs> they talk about blowjobs. They talk about, like, <laughs> you know, they say uh, you know, curse words for a whole joke song. They do a lot of joke songs. They talk about, like, yeah. they say things that are probably inappropriate now as far oh, as, yeah. like, you know, like, homophobic slurs or whatever yeah and the jokes like that um which i'm surprised nobody's like let's try and cancel them (laughs) (laughs) shit that they said 20 years ago (laughs) they're technically not the same they're not a band anymore kick tom out of the band we've done that twice (laughs) we've tried we've done that twice you know what tom come back come back so we (laughs) kick you out (laughs) but that to me is it's still a like a good listen like it's not a live album because you no. can, you know that they redid all the vocals. They yeah. added in like parts or whatever. Like crickets it, in the background. You know they over they produced the, produced shit, the, the shit out of that album. But it's still fun to listen to like the different versions of that. The songs off of like Enema of the yeah. State, you know, um, Dude Ranch, etc. Uh, because they still sounded really great. Like the guitar tones on that were very, they're very thick and distorted way more than the albums and to me i'm like that defined like a guitar sound because i i would want to say that those were the real guitar tracks that they just replaced the vocals could totally be wrong but you can hear the pans of two guitar like amps yeah not that they're guitars that are doubled and i'm like yeah i liked it and like you know the bass was so killer sounding yeah it is just a p bass that's just right in the money <laughs> sound. It's got that money shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Money shot, yeah. There's that. that would be a joke on the album. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know... Um, I'm just feeling the mood here, you know? Although Travis was a great drummer, he did set the standard for drummers wanting to play, just fuck around on drums yeah. in between songs. And drummers love to do that shit. <laughs> You're trying to talk, I'm like, hey, let's promote... The other bands are thank the venue and the drummer's like, I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. You can't just stop for a second. Drummers would love that. We had a drummer. He was younger, but he would love to do that. He couldn't just stop. Anyway, great album. It was so much fun for middle school. Still actually fun today. It's on Spotify now. Is it? They they finally got it. They did. They did move it to Spotify. The full thing, I believe. Listen to it unedited. So I remember like two years ago, it wasn't there? It was not, and it's 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 a good listen. I highly recommend it. It's fun. <laughs> All right, so high school for me um, would be brand new uh, Deja Entendu. Mm-hmm. So 
the second record they put out. Yeah. Um, I really listened to that one more than the first record. The first one was kind of like, oh, they made another one? Okay. More pop you know. punk. Yeah, the first definitely. One. That was um, Your Favorite Weapon. Yeah. So, good songs, but I guess as a kid, I really focused on like, this is what's now, this is what's, you know. Well, it was a huge leap for Deja. Oh, yeah. And even me going back, I didn't listen to it at the time. I yeah. couldn't get into it. Yeah. But I listened to it when I was older. It's great. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, damn, these songs are good. A lot of good ones. And they're all very different. It's true, yeah. They all have a different feel. Mm-hmm. Um, his lyrics, uh, his lyrics have always been amazing. Mm-hmm. But there's some songs where you're like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. They're just like, it's like he's painting a picture. For me, I love lyrics, close my eyes, picture something. But it's just like, you know, the way he writes. Yeah. And it really popped out in that record. Um, and they, they sounded more like an actual, like, band. You know, like before it was just like, oh, these are just guys who are playing, you and know, playing put, in, a, in, music, a, in a venue and, and they're, they're going to get yeah, in the band and shit. But yeah. it's like, now we're an actual, we're a studio band. We're yeah. playing this shit. You and know? that made, made, you know, like I said, that was a huge jump because it's like, sonically, like, damn. They actually yeah. had a lot going on on that record. Yeah. Tones wise, song structure wise, what they put, sang about. I'm like, oh, okay, damn. Yeah. Because they did grow when they were on tour. <laughs> every in you know, this every record has sounded completely different than the last. Yeah. Which I don't think it's really a goal of theirs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's kind of boring when for me at least when a for me, when a band sounds exactly like their last record. I'm like, We already yeah. heard this. You know. Yeah. But for them it's like everything's different. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not the biggest brand new fan. Not yeah. that I'm like I dislike them. Yeah. I, but to me, that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Even today. Maybe I got into them way after high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gave them a shot, gave the matches a shot. And they, I'm like, <laughs> oh, Kyle did like good music back then. I just couldn't, I could not get into it. Because for me, my high school thing was still pop punk, but is more solidified. And the Green Day was my favorite fucking band. Yeah. American Idiot came out. And as much as I like that, they, yet again, a live album. Bullet and a Vibe because that came with the DVD. Yeah. And it was basically the live, you know, feed mix or whatever, which is great mix. Really highly produced, but doesn't seem like a lot of like added shit, like the Blink one. Is, is Bullet in the Bible your high school one? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's mine. And it's like the hits from other, you know, past, you know, you know, albums or whatever yeah. played live. And it sounded so raw, even though I'm sure it's produced or whatever. But- um, and mixed really well, but just the American Idiot ones, and you can hear the versions back and forth. To me, I'm like, oh, I just remember seeing American Idiot, and like, you know, I think it was like probably senior year or junior year that tour with Sugar Colt and Newfound Glory, and that really stuck out to me. I'm like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Dang, <laughs> and that you know, DVD, I remember buying it from Target and just riding my skateboard down there to go buy it. And I remember super stoked to just watch it, to listen to it over and over and over again. I, that was probably high school for me. Yeah. No, it's a great, um, the actual live show is awesome. Or the shows that they did for yeah. that. And, uh, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a fun, it's another fun, like DVD to watch. Like yeah. A, like a live performance. Oh, and the, yeah. And the, and the backgrounds and live performance yeah. and everything, even just listen to the album. Oh yeah. It's so good. 
Okay, what about uh, after high school, so 18 to 24? So we're still, you know, you're coming into your own. You're yeah. an adult now. So I think I got a shitload of, and this is Green Day again, from you, Green Day, a shitload of it. Like I think everything they had mm-hmm. done up, up until then. And I would listen to that all the time. So it's not really an album. I did write American Idiot, actually, down. Yeah. So I got into it after, yeah. like, after high school. Um, but... Yeah, I remember um, I would I'd listen to the shit out of that until I had like one of those nights where like you're puking all night and you're listening to Green Day yeah. in the background and you're getting, like, just I drunk. never want to hear this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that, yeah. I listen to it every once in a while, but it's like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to listen to that song or that, that era of a Green Day because I was puking. It was insomniac, in my, I think. My friend's sink. You yeah. know, after drinking uh, uh, Southern Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, some things, like, I should have been blacked out, but I still remember that. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember getting you downstairs because you were so drunk. And, you know, Kyle's always been a big guy. And it's like, oh, your wife and I try trying to get you down the stairs without like we just don't want you to slip and just crack your head yeah <laughs> like, it's the biggest thing i'm like okay have him lean on us and try and have us like we weren't as concerned about us as we were you because you were getting to a point where you're kind of dead weight yeah <laughs> we need to keep this guy from falling because our buddy had already like passed out and then her and i were just trying to get you <laughs> to a bed yeah, I, I remember that. That was a good, was, good time. But definitely Green Day. And it's probably my like CD or something that was playing. Mm-hmm. It's my, my own damn fault. But no, it's but, good. That, that's, so Green Day kind of was your like early <laughs> 20s. Yeah. As, yeah. So I uh, attribute. Yeah, I didn't start drinking until after I was 21, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, definitely. That was like my 21st birthday, I think. Mm-hmm. So that'll, uh, that'll kill it. Or Green... Insomniac. That's probably why I don't like that. That's that era, or like I don't really focus on it. Yeah, but, uh, it's no. like you get a you know. Oh, I'll never drink that drink again. But it's like oh, I'll never listen to that record again. Dude, I had Southern <laughs> Comfort the other day, and it's not good. Really? Yeah, because I I have not had it, and I, I know it's supposed to be whiskey, but it's like I don't know. I got like a mixer or something. Some like you know bottle off the shelf that's like oh this is a flavor yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah big fucking mistake i was yeah. already drunk when we were in the store i'm like, like this sounds good. good wrong wrong Sorry. just don't let it'd be pa- like the pre-mixed jack and cokes yeah you're like oh God. yeah it's like the, you know like the already canned like, shit soda can yeah, size something's off with those I'm like who knows what kind of soda that is yeah exactly and also like it's like shasta or something mm-hmm. or? which i'm like eh, i'm sure it'd be fine dr but- skipper yeah, and I say that, and I'm like, you know, I've done Coke Zero with fucking Jack. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. All right, what about yours? Okay, so for me, um, early 20s, I would say saves the day. That's when I got introduced to them. I think yeah. a lot of people were, that was like a high school band for most people, but I think you and I got you know, introduced to that band around the same time. A buddy of ours gave us like an MP3 disc. If yeah. you remember those. It was a DVD, actually, that yeah. he had put... Just all this MP3 shit on there. files on it and gave it to us and we yeah. passed that back and forth and just you know it was a lot just like here's everything and we ended up um, my two favorites were Sound the Alarm and Under the Boards oh hell yeah they kind of sounded like they were 
the most uh, not refined, but it's just like there's so much to get out of those albums. Yeah, as they, far as tones, songwriting, it's like the uh, I don't know Sonic. I don't know, like every frequency was filled on. I don't know, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. And it, it's like the drums sounded so live, like you're like almost like. They kind of had some aspects of lo-fi in it, and then they're yeah. in your face, and what it was very, very cool records to me. I'm like, damn! And the fact that they used to be a pop punk band, so you can hear that you know what they used to do, all the way into that. I'm like, damn! Yeah, like really utilizing all the instruments. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, saves the day. Those two albums, I'm like, really opened my eyes to like songwriting, shit like that. And like what you can do if you know, as like a pop punk approach to something, but make it really something more than that. Yeah. But you know, those are those are mine. What uh, about um your maybe late twenties to thirty? So I'm gonna say I'm probably stealing yours, Flatliners. So Cavalcade would be my I actually did not write that. But Damn. Yeah. That so, isn't yet. Yeah, so I started off liking or listening to was it Dead Language, and I was like, "Oh man, these guys are great!" Blah blah. You know, it's like you put a goldfish like into like a tank, of, yeah, just so that it's like you know, so that it's like it, it becomes um, well, they acclimated, yeah. you know, and then you know, then you let it out of the bag. It's kind of what happened. Is Dead Language is kind of it, it's not a super crazy record, but Cavalcade. Is a lot faster, a lot angrier sounding, yes. a lot more. I wouldn't say abstract, but it's just like in your face. Yeah, yeah. And they take the double time thing and they use it a lot. Use it a lot. <laughs> and then with the huge jumps from double time all the way to not regular but half time, and they go that back and forth a lot. And you're like, shit. Yeah. What's that legal? Yeah, <laughs> pump the brakes. But uh, he's aggressive, but still super melodic. Oh yeah, I think people like getting aggressive. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sound like shit now. And just go, bah, 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 bah. like, yeah. You don't have to do that, dickhead. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, you. I mean, I know, like people say, like, oh, screaming takes some time. I'm like, and like effort. I'm like, it's more of a strain on your body than it is like a skill. Yeah. Whereas like singing aggressively is more of a skill. And now I'm, I could have offended a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but to me, I'm like, um, yeah, Flatliners, they do that really well. Yeah, with uh, Cavalcade, he does like, uh, you can hear like the humor in his like voice, which is where he's like kind of screaming, yelling, but you hear some of like Mm -hmm. his lines are kind of funny sounding or like, like they're self-deprecating in ways. You're like, how do you, how do you get, how do you sing that? How do you convey that? I guess. You know, through, I don't know. It, yeah, and it, it was like an album that was... A pretty damn good. That we didn't catch until later. Yeah, it was way after it was done. I think it was like maybe two years or three mm-hmm. years after it was, you know. And, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, like a big thing too with them was vocals that mattered. Yeah. And like that, um, I would say as, you know, we listen to music more and more, which I guess we'll come back to in our current state, but it's like we wanted something out of the vocals. Yeah. We wanted something out of the the lyrics. I would say less vocals, but more lyrics. It's mm-hmm. Like say something, something that will something I can use. Yeah, <laughs> you know that means something and to they, me. They definitely don't skimp on that. They don't at all. 
They Not don't cavalcade. They don't do sure. stuff just to rhyme or do, it's like, no, I said this because I fucking meant it, mm-hmm. you know. Even on like, I mean, I n- not even saying oh, just for Cavalcade, but even every record. Yeah, even Inviting Light. That's a good one. Damn. Damn. I need to listen to that one again. That'll probably be my, my now. No. Yeah. <laughs> good good fucking band, good choice. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? I have uh well, maybe a, just a kind of a couple bands, but I would say Gaslight Anthem. Yeah. Yeah, that was a band that really uh did it for me at the time. I was getting into them so much. I got out of them. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, uh, almost in that same time, but uh, Gaslight Anthem American Slang. That was the album for me. It was um different kind of tones. It was almost built around a singer-songwriter like uh Brian Fallon, but it's it wasn't like um I'd say 59 Sound was more bolstered as a singer-songwriter, and then they kind of added all their parts. This was, like, still around the vocals, but everybody kind of had their parts, and it was, like, they gave a lot of room, which they've talked about. It's like, oh, they're, you know, respected by bands of, like, you know, Hot Water Music and, yeah. you know, Social D and, like, you know, bol- uh, Bouncing Souls and shit like that. And so, like, those bands are a little bit more, like, kind of full-on, they yeah. kind of ha- gave their songs more space and more time. And uh, that really opened up things for me that I haven't really implemented yet <laughs> of saying, like, I think uh, they have, a, have a, you know, been in interviews saying, like, yeah, slow things down. Yeah. And you'll be able to give the song more life, be able to, like, speed up and have... Because if you go, you know, strike harder at, like, say, 130 BPM as opposed to 230 BPM, you're going to hear that dynamic more. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's cool. And you can't hear that. And even the guitar tracks and stuff that they do is less distortion. So it's not like, for me, I'm like, still like a punk rock inspired album, but like more... With a vintage kind of feel. Definitely. And it's another episode that I'm like, I sound drunker than I am. I think I'm more tired. Definitely. That is so lo- <laughs> I like music. Do you like music? Taking a you know cue from RJ. <laughs> oh fuck! Was it? Did he say oh, Paul Rudd was in Fast and Furious? <laughs> oh, yeah, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Paul Wall was in. Fast Paul Wall, <laughs> yeah, he was. And Paul Mall, the guy who uh, the cigarette dude. Uh, oh damn! But I'm slurring here. But yeah, that was uh for me it was American slang. There you go. But for uh nowadays, what do you listen to? What can you say like where you are now, what defines your style? Definitive, like a definitive I think you don't have to tough. because I'm not going to either. Yeah. So let's see. Well, um, maybe this I'll, is I'll fire off a, cra- a couple. Maybe this is for both of us. Just a theme of just yes. <laughs> but it's gotta be good. Yeah. I'd say that's where I am now. Yeah. No, and I, I I don't listen to I still kind of stick to genres. I don't like oh, it's got to be in this genre. And I don't know I sound like Jimmy Stewart, but oh my god. Yeah. Or Bill Clinton. I just kind of listen to yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I just listen to whatever I can find that I like that yeah. sounds good. The other yeah, like you can go into my liked songs on Spotify and it's everything. And I've said this before that like like my liked Spotify, like the most played songs, like one of the top ones was uh, Wild Wild West. Jesus. <laughs> You're going to cut that, right? No, I'm going to leave that in. And the, the earlier today I was listening to it, like it just like playing my 
liked songs. I'm like, yeah, just play. It was E40, and the next one was fucking. <laughs> 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 it's fucking uh, Noah Guthrie, the Rhett Scholes band, and then it jumped to uh, Love Live songs. Yeah, and it's just going anime music to prog instrumental to you know random hip hop songs. Yeah, mostly hip hop. Uh, what you know, it's just random shit. I don't have a style. It just if I like it, I like it. I'm I'm still in the you know synthwave shit, but um, I'm listening to Wave Shaper, uh, Lucy in Disguise. Uh, is that a band? That is. It's just a dude. Is yeah. that a UK? Um, Droid Bishop. Carpenter Brew, which I've talked about before, mm-hmm. uh, Dead Life, uh, Time Cop, nineteen eighty three, you know, super eighty sounding shit, but love it. Still, still jamming on that shit, and then I'll bounce into something else like um, I don't know, just like to I have like a oh emo playlist, so jump into mm-hmm. um, Taking Back Sunday and yeah, brand new, and then jump back into this or. I'll, oh shit, what's that one Sum 41 song? I'll just listen to the whole record and then jump back in. Yeah. And even so. just like mentioning these, I'm like, man, there's stuff I want to go back and listen to. Yeah. Because uh, I do like old stuff still. Yeah. I can go back to it. Definitely. <laughs> I think what I'm like picking out now is just all just whatever. I don't have a style that I like. I do like rock stuff generally. Oh, I like rock. I generally, I like, I like rock, but just, you know, it's whatever. A lot of anime music, I just like listening to it. So yeah. we talked about like uh, how important lyrics are, and we said this before, but I'll listen to instrumentals yep. without, you know, like without any lyrics. So I and guess, then I'll listen to Japanese pop, you know, anime music where I don't even know what they're saying. Well, it, it, for me, it's like lyrics are like, go big or go home. It's like, you better do them right or don't do them at all. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of what I've gotten to. It's like, if you're not going to do them right, I don't want to hear it. Because there's some synthwaves yeah, I, songs I, that have lyrics in it. I'm like, those are stupid sounding. Next. Yeah, so I, I still find them like, man, I, I, I agree with you. And then again, I listen to a song where they don't, you are don't saying, know what they're saying. They're saying English words, but they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> yes, now starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be yes, comma, now, comma, starting, period. Or as a question mark. <laughs> and... Dancing like music. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, well, it's better than. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, it's like, uh, what's that? That the ever see the meme of like the bullseye and it's just like arrows all around except for hitting <laughs> that. And I'm like, this is <laughs> love live lyrics. <laughs> it's like Rihanna with shine bright like a diamond. Diamonds don't shine or emit light. Mm-hmm. They just refract it. They pass through. Yeah. So that's yeah. closer than these songs. But yeah. I still like these songs. So. Uh, as everything I as I said before, I'm like your lyrics are important. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> the older I get, I give less of a shit. Anyway, that was fun. But uh, this will be a quick one. Something that I think has been done before on so many other guitar podcasts, but we haven't said our own thing. I know for a fact they said it on Guitar Nerds way back in the day. You remember the uh, JHS Boss Angry Driver pedal? Yeah. You know, it was like a collab that people were like, oh my God, we're shaking up the guitar world. We're shaking it up. We're flipping it on its end. You didn't really see a whole lot of them. But uh, the That's Angry true. Driver, which was an Angry Charlie, which is like a hot-rotted JCM in a box from JHS, and the Blues Driver from Boss. It's the BD2. Yeah. They put them into one box, a Boss pedal 
you know, enclosure. You can get, you know, you can do Blues Driver into Angry Charlie, Angry Charlie into Blues Driver. You can do a blend between the two. Blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of options in this thing. Cool pedal. I actually would like to try one. Yeah, I would. I would like to just own one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try it. I just want to buy it. <laughs> I'm sure you could probably. Oh, they're I, up there. Aren't they like 200 bucks? I don't know. I actually haven't looked. Yeah. Don't know if they're still in production. Don't know what they go for used. As I'm saying this, I'm like, we should look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not right now, though. So we will. it's a cool idea. But, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, which was weird because it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Which they did a good job hiding it. But when it came out, everybody was talking about it. Like, what the fuck? So um, <laughs> JHS is at the time, and they're, you know, about where they are now still. They were a boutique. <laughs> yeah. you know, no, no, not to say. Like, they were, quote, unquote, a boutique brand. Yeah. Still fucking big. They're big deal, making lots of money. The guy's like probably like swimming in it. Is you know, not hard up for cash, this guy. Uh Josh Scott. Yeah. And we then know. Boss is a big fucking deal. They're both you know, but let's the idea is like here's a small boutique US manufacturer and here's, you know, boss which is, you know, big, big Japanese, Japanese company. Yeah. They're doing it. You know? They come together to do a single pedal. So it like you know, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was thinking of this, just quick topic. I don't know. Uh, if you could take a bigger company and a smaller company and put two pedals together, which pedals that are in their own production would you put together? Well. All that buildup, yeah. yeah. All the buildup and then all the space in the world. We just got to fucking uh, feel the time here, you just know what I'm t- saying? Gotta- tone it down. Okay. No. Okay. We so get an hour to feel, folks. <laughs> I grab you know naturally my two favorite brands, mm-hmm. MXR, my MXR, and Walrus. Come on. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, we could probably do nothing wrong with that. I like it. Like uh, the micro amp uh, with the three eighty five, or maybe another light drive. Um, that might be kind of cool. We work as like a three eight five is great. Yeah. And then I've never actually played a microamp. Microamp, they're loud, so you get, you know, I think they're noisy, but it'd be mm-hmm. kind of cool to... Like a good boost. Yeah. Um would be kind of interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool to try. Yeah, I guess the closest thing I have to a microamp is that uh, Copper Sound Gravity Bomb, because I think that's based on yes. that. But I think their circuit's a lot louder, though. Like, not louder in volume-wise. I mean, like... Noisy. Noisy circuit. So not as good as Copper Sound. Yeah. But, and then, like, that also is a buffer and stuff like that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that'd be cool. Just, like, a little bit more gain, and then you could do, like, a toggle switch of, like, which one's first or whatever. Yeah, order switch. Or, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I had a buddy who had a micro amp, and he kind of did it as an always-on, and he liked it. But he played single coils, and it kind of always, it did sound good. Yeah. I, I want one, but I've, I don't, don't justify, I can't justify getting one, because it's like, I don't need it, really. No. But that hasn't stopped me before. So, I don't know. <laughs> 20, I shouldn't trust myself. You have a fucking Hello Kitty guitar that I never, ever, ever thought you would want to get or look at. Yeah. But you got it. So, you didn't need it. So, props to what's, me. What's a micro ramp? Yeah. <laughs> Between buds. <laughs> we'll look at it. They have the micro ramp plus I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get the OG one. The like one knob. The vintage one. Is it vintage? They have an older one. No, just get the regular microamp. Just one knob, because that would go with the micro chorus, phase 90. Like, there are all these one knob, you know, MXRs. Just, I like the way you think. You're like, keep it consistent. 
<laughs> um, and I, I have another one from uh, MXR and the Walrus combo. Okay. Well, do you want me to go? Okay. Yeah, Mine, go, go for uh, it. Kind of little sandwich here. I also chose MXR because oh, I love them. We. You knew I was going to do this. <laughs> this what isn't the, fair. What the fuck? I don't. It's no secret that we like MXR. And uh, I think that one of the favorite pedals of theirs that we talk about all the time. They even like listened to us, and they made a mini version of it. The <laughs> MXR Carbon Copy. Yeah. It's a delay, analog delay. Sounds great. Pretty easy to just set it. Okay, you want more? You got this? Okay, it's, it's easy. I like that in a, in a pedal. Um, but, you know, what goes good with delay? Reverb. Reverb. Going to go with the Copper Sound Pedals Daedalus. Oh, I like that. Shit. It's a, it's another uh, good sounding reverb, kind of simple design. So instead, he kind of does the, uh, you know, d- double settings there. Maybe you can get away with just one setting with that, and you can uh, have the reverb before and after, or maybe a blend of the two. I don't know, crazy shit that you could do. But yeah, MXR Carbon Copy with the Copper Sound Daedalus. It's uh, based off a of spring reverb, which I love my spring reverbs. So yeah, you do that with an analog delay. Come on, we're money, Alex. Come on. Talk to MXR. We already set the groundwork here. Yeah. <laughs> We've already willed it into existence. It will happen. You get a carbon copy with the Daedalus. Put them into one box. You can do you know, sparkle green shit on there. You're good to go. Sparkle blue shit. It'd be blue. Yeah. There you go. But it's got to be sparkle. It's got to have the graphic on there too. Yeah. The wings. Yeah. There you go. We're in it. I like it. What's yours? So MXR Walrus. Um... Phase 90 and a Julia. Come on. Yeah. Modulation City. Yeah. That'd be great. I think it'd be great. Would you have a blend between the two? Yes, I would. Oh, fuck. And have them- That would be- Operate independently. Either obviously. really cool or- Really I don't bad. Know, like a half chorus, half phaser. I don't know, but we should just fucking go into it. <laughs> Warbly and- you know what? What? We should actually try some of these out before we suggest these shitty options. We should yeah. Like, we know. We, we tried it. Not but gonna you know work. What? Julia <laughs> with the phase ninety, it's like a good and a good. Does it make it a negative? I don't know. Is it too much good? You know. What? Okay, I got a better one. So uh, we do the the boss ce ce uh, two waza into Julia. So both those are the two choruses. Boom. You two choruses. You got two phase two phase chorus right there. And they cancel each other yeah, out, and, just and then it goes clean regular. signal. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb alright that's that's fun um, let's get on out of here yeah thank you so much for tuning into the Tone Jerks podcast if you like what you hear you can follow along on social media we have a Facebook group search the Tone Jerks and you'll find it it's actually linked in the description too nice. I, I never say that but yeah it's a link you can just click it I yeah. mean, you yeah. can copy and paste it too if you want Yeah, but. or you can just search it like I always say <laughs> <laughs> which is more work than just clicking the link <laughs> god damn it we're also on Instagram which I also have linked in the description but just at the tone jerks we're posting cool shit on the reg pictures uh, you know I don't know polls and stories all that shit uh, and then we're also on YouTube actually like please subscribe to that so we can get to 100 so I can get a URL <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm going to be doing videos. I'm going to be doing videos. I'm getting in the swing of things. Work and, you know, playing JRPGs. It's like taking my time, man. But <laughs> It's a lot of work. Someone's got to do it. Though. Yeah, God, I'm just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> but if you really like what you hear, you can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you double down for 2 bucks a month, you get an extra episode every week. 
And just for the support, we wanted to give these people a huge shout out, a sizable acknowledgement. Kyle, you got a list over there? I got it right here. Give it to me. Hey, boo. <laughs> it's late, so I don't want to yell. <laughs> <laughs> you still yell, but you yeah. just say it really fast. Someone hears it, they're like, they look around, you know, like sniper shot. It's the first one, you can't get a second one. Yeah, out, you know, they'll know where you're at. But if you just yell it once, really fast, can't can't trace you. Yeah. All right. Can't stop. Won't stop. I I, I don't know stuff. I mean, whatever. Uh, Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove. So he's got a uh, Instagram. Yeah. By check the time out. this episode comes out, we'll have the bonus episode out. So yeah. check that one out too. He's uh, what's he doing on there? He's uh, guitar repair, amp repair. What's he doing? That kind of stuff. Yes. Boom. Yeah, he's doing all that. He's got his band, Dinosaur Neil. Cool stuff. Check out the episode. Yeah, he's up in uh, Great White North. Yep. All right, we have Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast. Doug King, Doug Chris from Thirty Seven Effects. Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Aaron Taylor, Nicholas Payson, Nicholas Ogburn, Colin Smith, Jason Fuzzmonger, Monger, Monger. <laughs> We should use the mic mechanic on the podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> and do right, reverbs. Right no, uh, Dr. Disrespect does that all the time. He'll do his own repeats. The biggest gamer in the world, you know, whatever, community, community. Like stupid ass <laughs> words that he would Yeah. Be. Damn. So I'm just channeling him. Uh, Joe from Like My Pedals, Will and RJ from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Uh, Romyorn, Jamie Davis. Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Steve Mike, Steve Rao from 60 Cycle Hum, Kevin E. Quits from E. Quits Guitars, Co. Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast, Brett, Alexander, Alvaro Viermontes, <laughs> Brian Nutter from Nutter Guitars, Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. I'm like running out of steam. I'm trying to like, I'm like just listening to you. I'm like, yeah. I'm, put, I'm putting you to sleep. It's like that monotone. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, oh, we're, we're doing oh. this one a little later. And then even I came all the way over here. Forgot the fucking SD card. So I had to go all the way back. So we're starting late. You had to go. Yeah, you had to we're go late all night, the way back. Late night boys here. We're the anti-woke boys. We're sleepy boys. <laughs> all right. Mel Chibson. <laughs> I forget that he changed his Chibson name. guitars. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's a good one, though. It's a good one, though. Uh, Sean Fahey. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Sean Wright from Lollygagger Effects. Juan Ortiz from Tone Hungry Effects. Mike Oxbig. Do I just <laughs> you, say you, it now? You say it just Mike Oxbig. Mike Oxbig. Is that better? Like oxen? Like a... Yeah, like... The blue... Uh, Paul Bunyan? Yeah. That's a big ox. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach Hale. Eric Merrill from YouTube. Check him out. It's good doing some... Cool shit on there. He was on Guitar Knobs. Yeah. That up Damn, that's so yeah. cool. That was a, I mean, that was we, a good episode. We were too, but I mean, that's cool for him. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hamilton from the Effects Loop Podcast. Tim Nowick from Bardic Audio Devices. Jonathan Jeruzic from 12th Hour Devices. Yes, uh, we're going to be working with him to do demos possibly giveaway. Watch this space. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.